This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, final hour of the program. Adam in for Chad on this Tuesday as we approach the new year. We talk about resolutions. Jamie mentioned it, I mentioned it. Uh, resolutions kind of set you up for failure. If it works for you, great. I just feel like a lot of people <clears throat> start resolutions and then don't stick with it and then they feel bad about it. And don't do that to yourself. But for the purposes of this show, for the purposes of this bit, I want your uh, New Year's resolutions. But again, wrong answers only. Wrong answers only. Laura Oaks from the newsroom. <laughs> I just had a deja vu moment. I wonder if I've done this before. What? Done this bit before. That's what oh, I'm wondering. the bit. It's uh, a good bit. Yeah, so do you have any that come to mind? Any uh, New Year's resolutions, wrong answers only? Go ahead. Sure. I'm going to learn how to play the bagpipes. There you go. Yep. I am going to eat as much sugar as I can. Mm, yeah, healthy. And then I'm going to make a pack to clean the WCCO radio bathroom and kitchen on a weekly basis. How's that? Oh, my God. Could you think of what, what could be worse? <laughs> exactly. Actually, if you're doing it on a weekly basis, it's the first one that's going to that's gonna suck. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, how? Yeah, that men's room. There's no hope for that men's room. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going in the men's room. The women's room is bad enough, and the kitchen will do me in. Yeah. So you know. Well, bravo to you. Thank Those you. Those are great resolutions. Yeah. Thank you very much. Six five one. Four six one nine two two six. Give us a call right now on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. I want your New Year's resolution, wrong answers only, and I love when the listeners get it and they get it. Uh, here's a couple samplings here. Uh, right at the top. I will be donating thirty percent of my salary to feeding our future. Good call there. That's a good call. Uh six five one four six one nine two two six. I will invite my sister in law over for Thanksgiving dinner. I think that tells us all we need to know about the sister-in-law. Uh, 651-461-9226. I'm switching to Wells Fargo Bank next week. Yeah, they've had problems. That might be uh, tricky there. Another one that I'm going to have, this is a personal one, and maybe you feel the same way. I am going to double down. I, I, I am going to engage as much as possible in political uh, back and forth on social media. I love it. I love getting online and arguing about politics with my fellow man, uh, especially with the nameless, faceless ones on either Twitter, Facebook, or whatever the social media is. I think that's a good one. Josh, what do you think about that one? How long do you, how long a health, how long would your health be around if you devoted most of your day every day to arguing about politics with people online? Oh man, um, I I kind of like to poke the bears, so I think I would actually have a lot of enjoyment in that. But yeah, um, I man, I might deteriorate my health by the day. We'll we'll, well see. give it a shot. Give it a shot. I I might have to, but uh, I got a cup. Or I should say, I have one. Yeah, sure, one. Though. All right, lay it yeah. on me again. Again, uh, this is uh, a New Year's resolutions. Wrong answers only. Josh, go ahead. The goal for twenty twenty three is to. Tweet Elon Musk my Venmo account every single day. All 365 days, uh, tweet him my Venmo uh, account so he can just, you know, have all of my money. There you go. Uh, I'm going to give as much, I'm going to get on TikTok as much as possible and just throw out my credit card numbers. I think, uh, you know, so the, and my personal information so China can basically own me uh, several weeks into 2023. I think that's fair. Uh, I'm going to be on time for work every day in 2023. Bravo. There's another. Again, these are wrong, wrong my, answers. My, my other one was I'm going to spend every day of, of this new year finding the most expensive parking ramp in Minneapolis. Yes. There are plenty of options, by the way. Yes, what yes. pandemic? That's what the parking ramps say. What pandemic? Here's $30 a day to park here. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, I'm going to volunteer for lots of committees and meetings for work. Yeah, good one. Who doesn't love a good committee meeting? The more meetings, the better, right? I mean, that's where the work really gets done. I'm going to sell all my Apple stock, putting it into Bitcoin. Six, that's good. Six five one four six one nine two two six. New Year's resolutions, wrong answers only. My New Year's resolution, not waking up in someone else's underwear. Okay. Got to have a goal there. Good luck with that. Uh, I'm switching to Wells Fargo Bank. Read that one already. Uh, I hope Joe Biden doesn't get any dumber than he already is. Well, I don't know if that's a New Year's resolution, and I feel like that's not a wrong answer. Um, 
I'm going to work out every, I'm, no, excuse me. I'm going to work every day to gain weight and to be less active. Boy, wouldn't that be fun to do that? That's such an easy one, too. Hi, Adam. Mike from Egan here. My New Year's resolution, I'll no longer be listening to WCCO. Wait, what? I hope that was a wrong answer only, Mike from Egan. That's not a thing. We don't need any of that kind of shenanigans. Um, I resolved to stop on the freeway so other people can merge in at their leisure. Leisure. Very good. Uh, I'm going to introduce more people to the joys of Scientology. There you go. There's a good one. 651-461-9226. I'm going to join Facebook at the age of 67. Good move. Good move. It's a breath of fresh air every single day. Um, I'm going to spend all my money on hookers and blow this year. All Hmm. right. Okay. There you go. Be careful there, but uh, that's your resolution. 651-461-9226. My resolution, I'm going to only rely on Tucker Carlson for all my national news. (laughs) There you go. I'm going to praise CenturyLink for their great customer service. Uh, Wrong answers only. I'm going to stop listening to WCCO AM radio 12 hours a day. Love your show from Rochelle and Anoka. I don't know. Did the love your show? Was that a wrong answer only? Now she's confusing me. Uh, 651-461-9226. I'm going to renew my vow or my wife. Hmm. All right. Selling my Apple stock, putting it in a Bitcoin. I, uh, there's another, oh, yeah. My resolution this year is to invest in a network of Bitcoin ATMs. ATMs. Bitcoin ATMs. I would go I'd check that out. 651-461-9226. Uh, this is from Robin, Wisconsin. He uh, is vowing in 2023 not to talk about politics. And I know Rob from Wisconsin. He checks in frequently. Rob, that would be so tough for you. But I, you know what? I encourage you. I don't want that to be a wrong answer, Rob. I think your life would be better off if you didn't talk politics. Although it's hard to do, isn't it? Especially when you get, get together with your friends. It'd be a bit much calmer, though, Rob. But thank you for checking in. Uh, 651-461-9226. Let's go to the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Is it Aaron? Is yeah, that... we have Aaron on, on the line here. Aaron, thanks for calling. Wrong answers only. Uh, your New Year's resolution for 2023. Well, I just have to say, um, I hope that we have more peace, that Ukraine uh, destroys what is destroys the threat that they have. And I honest, honestly have to say, I don't want to be partisan, but listening to Donald Trump's rant on Christmas Eve, I would like to say, I think he's worried about going to prison, and I think he should be. Thank you for your show. Thank you for everybody out there that looks for peace, and God bless. All right. Thank you, Aaron. I don't know if that was a wrong answer only. I felt like that was, he was like legitimate on that one. Oh, yeah. Unless he wants Ukraine to be destroyed by Russia. Mm, yeah. Uh, Thanks for the call, though. 651-461-9226. I'm going to take a COVID jab every month. Uh, I'm going to donate 60% of Adam Carter's wages for Donald Trump's re-election campaign. Wait a minute. You can't get, can't get my info. Um, I'm going to accept responsibility for my own actions as a liberal. <laughs> okay, well played. Well played. Uh, I will always pack my medication in my checked luggage. Uh, I'm committed to run five miles a day at least four days a week. 
I will trust people in Minneapolis and leave my car unlocked in downtown. Yeah, don't do that. I, that happened to me. But again, yes. Wrong answers only. 651-461-9226. I love it when you get the bit. Appreciate that. Uh, your calls and texts continue. 217, Adam and for Chad on CCO. Love the responses we're getting uh, to uh, wrong answers only, our um, New Year's resolutions. I'm going to speak at length to everyone who calls and suggests I can get an extended warranty on my car. Uh, Mark from Egan. Going to do the polar plunge. I'm going to really read every single word from the disclosures before I agree to sign anything. I'm going to call the IRS and talk to a real person. I'm going to watch the Vikings in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Thank you for all those. I appreciate it. Uh, here's another one for me. I'm going to uh, follow George Santos's uh, ability to write a resume. Woo, what's with that guy? You'd have to think uh, his time is short as a congressperson with all these uh, lies he's told on his resume and now he's admitting to them. Um, the headline in the Star Tribune today uh, caught my eye. And for weeks, whether it's on with Jordana uh, or Chad on this show, I think we've discussed uh, the, well, ad nauseum, we've discussed how the workplace has changed since COVID, since the pandemic. And we did a topic a couple of weeks ago about how it was like middle-aged men not coming back to work. And there's arguments uh, for that. And funny, as I'm speaking about that, Mike Rowe, Uh, is on the Kelly Clarkson show right now. Mike Rowe is uh, Dirty Jobs. He is a guy who focuses on the jobs. He highlights the working man, the working American. and uh, I say man by working men and women. And I saw an interesting uh, conversation he was having the other day about the jobless numbers and the numbers of uh, jobs that go unfilled and the multitude of reasons for that, but how we try to oversimplify it and that, okay, it must be workers. You either think, well, there's there's just lazy people who don't want to go to work or the other convention, the other school of thought as well. Companies don't pay enough to get people to fill those jobs. It's probably a little bit of both, right? Um, but the headline today is about retirees. And these are older Americans uh, in their 60s who aren't just, who are not returning to work. And how that is leaving uh, jobs unfilled and in turn rising wa- raising wages and raising inflation and resulting in the Fed raising interest rates. And now we keep hearing about the re- dangers of recession. Can we pin this on older workers who aren't coming back to work? I don't think anybody in the uh, grand scheme of things, says, you know what? It's just you got to work till you're 75. You got to work till you're 70. You got to work till you're 65. Remember, wasn't 55 like a retirement age a while ago? Way back when. Way back when. Who retires at 55 now? Yeah, now I think it's That's a pipe People have even been talking like 80 now. 80 years old. Should we work till we're 80 years old? I don't think anybody says, yeah, let's work till we're 80. I do. I do know more eighty, closer to eighty-year-old workers as time has gone on in the last five yeah. years, though. So it, it, you, you see the difference. It's one thing if like somebody has retired from like their full-time, their career job, and says, yeah. you know, I'm still going to work to make a few extra bucks if I need it, or just to be a contributing member of society. That I like to work. I like to have punch a clock every day. But 
My question is, how is it possible that people, you know, in their 60s or even maybe in their late 50s have now had the ability to say, you know what, I don't have to come back to work? Is it just as simple as those folks have planned well for retirement? And then they can just step away and say, you know what, I kind of liked work. I kind of liked being home. I kind of liked, you know, traveling with my spouse, seeing places I, I haven't been before. It really is confusing to me that this age group when we're so when in recent times we talked about the need that Americans didn't plan well enough that they still have to work or they lost a lot of money uh, in their 401k during the great recession that suddenly now that group of Americans doesn't need to work anymore I mean it's great right if they're if they saved and planned for retirement and that that They've had the ability to step away from from the workforce. Bravo. But it seems to me a quick turnaround that all of a sudden those those people of those ages can simply walk away and not have to go back to work, which leads to a grand conversation that we're going to have to have, that um, we will have to change the workforce. The the workforce needs a a vast... Um, overhaul in the United States. If there are fewer people doing jobs or holding out for jobs that pay better and avoiding certain jobs that even though need to be done, can't be filled. You know, back in the recession in 2008, companies relied on their workers to do more with less. I saw it with my own eyes here at this, at this company. They did layoffs. They didn't hire those people back. And the people who stayed here were forced to do more things than they used to do, mainly because, you know what, it wasn't a good uh, job market at the time. They had to keep the job. Now I feel like those U.S., the companies, will be forced to do more with less, meaning they need, they're not going to have as many workers to do the jobs that they want to do, and they're going to have to change. And that's kind of the great awakening, I think, that this um, – that this country is going to have to see. It's interesting for thought, but, you know, the Fed says that the older workers uh, are not coming back to the workforce. Yeah, we have one of our callers, uh, uh, one of our listeners, mm-hmm. Jane, just called in and said she likes – she she's in her 60s, but she likes to be around people. She likes kind of working and being able to get to see and meet new people every day. And I get that aesthetic sure. too, especially working in, you know, retail and stuff like that for much of my life too, so um, – Somebody here's another text. Those people or those people figure out how to live on less, and they don't need to come back. That's probably a big part of it too, because whenever you hear retirement, I mean that you talk about stress, you talk about will this work out. I mean, you can talk to your accountant, you can talk to your money managers as much as you want, try to plan out how much money am I going to need. But once you take that leap, you really have no idea specifically what it's going to take to live day to day. And some people maybe made that leap or were forced to make that leap during COVID when the job market dried up and they didn't have that job anymore, then they realize, you know what? I can make this work. Um, so good on those folks. But, again, I just think a lot of these jobs will not get filled anymore. So if U.S. companies are going to have to get smart about doing more with less and the less being less workers. 229 WCCO, uh, some food for thought anyway. A headline in the paper yesterday, we talked about the legalization of the uh, THC gummies, that 
caught so many people by surprise. And at first I was like, really did it catch – how can it catch people by surprise if lawmakers actually made this into law? How were people not prepared for this? Well, clearly there were a lot of people not prepared for this, including cities. So we have all these cities now trying to change the rules or modify the rules or simply trying to understand what are the rules with THC, and it's only starting because we could have uh, more legalization of uh, marijuana coming in the next session. Uh, We will talk to someone from the uh, League of Minnesota Cities after the break about cities playing catch-up as THC laws are being changed. That's next. So surprise, surprise, the state legislature last year passes a bill that includes illegal THC gummies. And as a result, communities, uh, not only in the Twin Cities, but across the state, were scrambling, uh, wait a minute, what? (laughs) And the resulting uh, clashes in city council rooms and board meetings, uh, resulting in, well, what should we do here? Do we put a moratorium on this law until we can figure out what's going on? Uh, Alex Hassel is Intergovernmental Relations Representative for the League of Minnesota Cities. She joins us now live on the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline. Alex, thank you so much for the time. Let's turn back the clock a little bit to earlier this year. When that law passes, did it catch your organization by surprise, or what kind of um, preparation did you have for these changes in the law? Yeah, well, good afternoon, and thank you for having me on. Uh, We, you know, at the League, we were not involved in the crafting of this legislation, and we really learned about it uh, with the rest of the world as it went into effect this summer. Um, so we were, you know, caught off guard like many stakeholders on this issue. And, you know, this this is an issue that cities really haven't had to think about much yet. And we were forced to learn very quickly uh, once this went to effect. And, and so we spent a lot of time right off the bat working with state agencies and talking with experts in the regulatory sphere to quickly learn the ins and outs of THC edibles and what these products are. First of all, let me ask you this. In your role uh, with the League of Minnesota Cities, or that organization's role, would this be something where they would chime in on before the legislature saying this is either something that cities would like to see or would not like to see? Is that your organization's role to to chime in on uh, such an issue like that? To And would it happen again next legislative session with the possible legalization of further marijuana products? Yeah, this is definitely something that the league would be involved in from a regulatory perspective. You know, we're not here to comment on the legal status of cannabis, right. sure. but if the, if the legislature is going to consider cannabis or these THC edibles, it's really important that cities have a voice at the table. We're a very big piece of the enforcement of these products and uh, the regulatory component of these products. So um, we should most certainly be at the table. And you know, you bring up next session, uh, that's exactly where we want to be as well, this session at the table to talk about whether it's the THC edible law and, and refining that and cleaning up and closing some of those gaps, uh, or adult use cannabis, and knowing that that would be a huge regulatory framework, um, but certainly have a role for cities within that as well. So your push, I mean, your basic goal is to ha- just at least have it clear and uniform so that all cities are on a level playing field. Would that be accurate? Yeah, well, we, you know, the regulatory framework for adult use cannabis, it spans a huge amount of the industry, right? You have that seed to sale framework, and there's a lot of oversight on each of those pieces that have to happen. And so 
one of the things that we have been having a lot of conversations with cities about and um, and starting to have those conversations at the legislative level is really what that partnership between locals and the state should look like uh, with licensure and regulation. Um, licensure, especially with, you know, these types of consumer products, is not something that cities are new to. Cities license liquor and tobacco. So uh, licensing, you know, THC edible retailers or adult use cannabis retailers is very um, intuitive for cities to be able to take up that role. So we, we've, we, and the article points out, many cities, there's been a wide variety of responses from, you know, temporary moratoriums to, you know, immediately working to, you know, get licensures. Do you, do you offer advice to different cities, especially cities who say, boy, we don't know what, what to do here. What, what, do you provide that advice for either city councils or boards to tackle this issue? And even if it is, you know, at least maybe hitting pause and saying maybe temporarily have a moratorium on this? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, our first goal when the uh, law went to effect was to make sure that we could arm our cities with the information that they needed to be able to make that decision for themselves, whether they wanted to opt for a moratorium, um, to study the issue, to see what the legislature would do in, in the next session, uh, or if they wanted to start developing licenses. And we've had a lot of cities that have stepped up to really think through some good common sense parameters to put in place around the products. And um, so we've been really glad to work with them. And, and the community has been really great about sharing examples as well of their licensing ordinances with um, other cities as well that are interested. I mean, clearly some of these cities, it'll be a money-making opportunity for them, won't it? That's a good question. So at this time, these products aren't, uh, tax uh, right, yep. beyond the sales tax. So while local sales taxes do apply, there is no additional tax uh, or separate tax on these products, which is very unique in terms of how other states have handled uh, the legalization of um, cannabis-related products. So if, uh, again, we're, uh, if you're just joining us, we are uh, talking to Alex Hassel, Intergovernmental Relations Representative for the League of Minnesota Cities, just about the, the new THC uh, gummy law that went into effect and possible Changes coming uh, to the further marijuana laws in the state of Minnesota. How actively uh, ahead of uh, the session, which is just a couple weeks away, will this issue be for your organization? Uh, on the scale of things, on the scale of the many issues that uh, cities in Minnesota have. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would say this is one of our top priorities this session. And, you know, adult use cannabis, whether that gets taken up this session or the next session, we'll want to be in those conversations. But regardless of adult use cannabis, we still have a, a pretty emergent need to address the law that was enacted this past session. So um, that will be a big focus for us to to address some of those gaps and make sure that we can get some solid regulatory framework put into place uh, so that, you know, we don't have to wait for adult use to be able to still get the right parameters in place on these products that needs to be there. Alex, thank you for the time today. I appreciate it, and Happy New Year to you. Thanks for taking some time on the uh, during the holiday week. Thanks so much for having me. That's Alex Hassel, Intergovernmental Relations Representative for the League of Minnesota Cities. Yeah, when this t- issue first came up and we had some cities just, you know, immediately putting moratoriums on them, I was I remember coming out and doing a show and saying, what do you mean, man? The, the law has been changed. You can't suddenly say, oh, we're not going to do it. The more I hear about how this was rolled out, the more I understand why a lot of those cities did that, just for being not ready to deal with uh, the regulation changes and enforcement of it, too. I mean, that's 
we've seen the stories about the confusion and enforcement and how some of these pop-up sites are selling things that are still not legal and the ability of local police departments to enforce that and actually police what does the things that are being sold in, the, in those stores. Uh, confusing, uh, but uh, we'll see the clarity. I'm, I'm, frankly, I'm surprised that uh, how high a priority uh, the legalization of ma- recreational marijuana uh, is ahead of uh, this next session, considering all that uh, needs to be tackled. 247, and that's, I'm speaking from someone who supports the legalization of recreational marijuana, by the way, but it's, it's kind of Shocking how quickly it's moved up the priority list. 247, News Talk 830, WCCO. More after this. All right, 252, Adam Carter in for Chad on this uh, Tuesday. Hopefully you're having a relatively calm holiday week as we head towards New Year's Eve. Uh, Myself, I'm heading to Lambeau Field. Vikings Packers at Lambeau Field. I had a a chunk of change within a a secondary ticket market that I purchased uh, some tickets, so... Josh, here's the story. Uh, last year, my wife and I uh, were headed to San Francisco in October, and the Giants at the time were in the National League Divisional Series with the Dodgers. And it was I think that went off to all five games, but the Giants were in it. So I thought, man, I looked at the clock, or I looked at the um, calendar, and I said, if the Giants win game one of the National League Championship Series, will be the first night we're in San Francisco. That is one of those ballparks I've always wanted to check out. Yeah, definitely. Is it still AT&T Field? I don't know what they call it now. Uh, it might be something else now. Yeah, but It's definitely not AT&T, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I purchased tickets to game one of the NLCS, and the Giants let me down. The Giants lost to the Dodgers, so there was no game one to be had. And I'll just say, I use SeatGeek, which is the secondary uh, uh, ticket app. Oh, yeah. What's the name of the stadium? Uh, it's uh, Oracle Park. Oracle Park. Thank you. Right down in the bay. So instead of getting my money back, I paid a pretty good chunk of change for two tickets to see the NLCS. Instead of getting my money back, I got a credit. Wow. Yeah. And not only that, but I had to use the credit for one purchase. So yeah. I couldn't like buy a couple of different things with it. <laughs> and furthermore, I got one year to use the credit which kind of sucked, to be honest with you. It's like, okay, I want my money back. You yeah. know, I don't want to use, but they got you, just things, like anything else. Things like else. that need to stop, like gift cards expiring. Exactly. Yeah. So, but long story sh- longer, I had one year to use this credit. So, you know, various concerts would come to town, and my wife and I were like, oh, do we want to spend the money on this? No, not really. No, no. There'd be things, too, we'd like to see, but it would have been, again, you could, I could only use for one purchase. So finally, I had like a month to go before those that credit expired. I said, you know what? Why don't we go to Lambeau Field for oh, yeah. Vikings Packers? We've been to Lambeau a couple times, but it's never nice. for the Vikings. I've never been in Lambeau. I've been in like the museum and stuff that they have inside yeah. of Lambeau. It's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It's worth it. Yep. So never been there for Vikings Packers. So finally, this is the year we're making it happen. And, boy, a couple weeks ago we thought, boy, it's going to be a – Packers are going to have a bunch of sh- – Scrubs in there. Yeah, yeah. Not so much. The no, Packers it's... are surging, and now they need a couple more wins, so they are uh, all in on trying to beat the Vikings on Sunday. Yeah, according to ESPN, they're the Vegas favorites still. Three points. Wow. They're three-point favorites. Yeah, is, that's Vegas fair. just doesn't like the Vikings. I get it, but Vegas doesn't that's like the That's fair, Vikings though. Three points, that's, that's a fair, that's a fair uh, spread. But, yeah, we will be there on Sunday. New Year's. Where else in America would you want to spend New Year's Eve 
than Green Bay, Wisconsin. It, the list is short, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but uh, we'll mean, be there. The, the beer and all the people there will keep you warm, that's for sure. Do they like beer in Wisconsin? I'm not familiar. I think they're absent from that, yeah. Oh. They abstain right. from drinking any alcohol in Wisconsin. Well, I'll be there. Yeah. Uh, suffering the Go Pack Go chant. And, yes, I'll be wearing Viking garb. I don't care. Chad can criticize me all I want. <laughs> I'll be representing the home crew there. Yeah. I, heard, the I, I don't know about other people's takes, but I heard it's not actually that bad as far as how no. the fans treat you. Oh, yeah. Like no, that, no. So. It's it's pr- yeah. pretty friendly. It's not not Philly by any means. Yeah, Philly or Chicago or any of that, yeah. Uh, back to our conversation we had earlier about, you know, the retired the retirement age people not coming back to the workforce. Somebody chimed in on the uh, City's Talking text line. I retired as an elementary principal at 56. Met the rule of 90, decided I'd rather live on less work for someone who lacked, uh, who, who, I would rather live on less than work for someone who lacked integrity and pitted administrators against one another. It was one of the best professional pers- personal decisions I made and worth every penny I didn't make. I have not worked again and probably won't. Well, nice for you to do that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like to make that leap to decide, okay, I don't have to get back into the workforce. You know, when you're planning that out, and for a lot of people that's probably a scary thing, but they realize, you know what, I didn't need as much to live on as I thought I was going to, and uh, what what a relief that must be. But, yeah, it's the reshaping of the American workforce, man. I just don't know if we companies are going to get all those people to come back to work. And somebody points out, too, uh, less workers available south of the border. That's a lot to do with it. Immigration numbers uh, have dropped, so there are fewer workers uh, coming in that area as well. All right, uh, that'll do it for me. Chad will be back tomorrow. I'll be back in my usual spot with Jordana, 9 to noon. And uh, John Hines, Hinesy coming up and for Jason DeRussia all week. So stay tuned for John Hines and uh, Dan Cook and his uh, Darth Vader Yule Log, which isn't a a Yule Log. It's a funeral pyre. So you're spending hours watching a man burn to death. Well, he's already dead, dead, right. But still, I mean, that's kind of creepy. Admit it, it's creepy. No, it's great. All right. You do you. 258 on News Talk 830 WCCO. John Hines in for Jason DeRussia. Stay tuned. Hines is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 